Hi, this is Chris Kipp, lead pastor of Renaissance Church in Richmond, Texas. Thank you for streaming or downloading this podcast today. I hope this resource blesses you. If you haven't joined us at a worship gathering or at a house church yet, we want you to come. You can find all that information and more at rin-church.org. I pray that you are encouraged today by the proclamation of God's word. I want to welcome you again. If you're just now jumping on with us, we're going to be gathering again in person starting Sunday, October 11th at 10.30 a.m. at Jane Long Elementary. I'm so excited. I'm so glad we can connect like this, but we've missed being together and just uh, worshiping uh, Jesus together in the same room and, and sensing the awesome power and presence of our God. So I hope you'll join us. Also, we are looking for people who are ready and willing to begin serving again at Renaissance. And if you are interested in serving, maybe you have served or you haven't served yet at Renaissance, you can simply text RENSERVE to 94,000. Again, that's RENSERVE to 94,000. And just let us know that, uh, that you're ready to serve in person. So, hey, today as we get started, I just want you to kind of imagine something with me. Just kind of play along and use the imagination. And I just want you to imagine you're at an amusement park. Okay, you're you're at the biggest and baddest roller coaster in the entire place. You've waited in that line. You finally made it to the front. The attendant has kind of waved you in. You're stepping into that cart and you plop down in that rubber seat and you're watching the attendant as she's kind of placing those metal bars down and kind of securing them over all the passengers on that cart. And yet somehow that attendant gets distracted and the ride begins to to move. Like you're moving in the cart. You feel all the, the mechanisms underneath kind of begin to catch as it pulls you up this steady climb and you know what's coming, right? You've watched all the people ride the ride. You know the twists and the turns and the ups and the downs and the part where they hang upside down and like you've seen it and you're filled with terror. I mean, what's going through your mind at that moment if you're about to launch off on this crazy ride without this this safety mechanism, without this bar over your shoulders. Like, what are you thinking in that moment? And what do you do? Just imagine that. Now, stay with me. If you could just shift your imagination, just imagine this. Imagine that you're living during one of the most tumultuous times on planet Earth. There's this virus that's spread and it's gone global. I mean, it's gone everywhere and millions of people have gotten it. Hundreds of thousands have passed away from it. And everywhere you go, people have masks on in like all the restaurants and shops that you normally just walk right into, even hospitals and doctor's offices. Like you can't just walk right in anymore. There's people with like, you know, hazmat suits on that greet you at the door and make sure that you're not infected and it's 
totally disrupted your routines. And just if you could just imagine a little bit more with me that, that there's this great civil unrest that's begun to spring up in the nation and that there's rioting that's happening and, and, and people are, are protesting everywhere and, and cities have been caught on fire and, and policemen have been harmed and there's kind of like this push towards lawlessness. And then just imagine with me that in the midst of all that, there's this really charged political season where there's going to be this massive election. And no matter how it turns out, it, it feels like a lot of people are going to be really upset and just imagine on top of all that, it's hurricane season and, and storms have been forming in the oceans and they're beginning to roll up on different parts of the nation while other parts of the nation are engulfed in wildflowers. I mean, can you just imagine a time like that? Oh, wait, that's the time we're living in. Today, we're continuing our series called Want to Be Loved. And what I want to talk to you about today is long-term love in short-term crazy. This is a crazy season in life. It's become comical to start every sermon with, wow, 2020, what a year. Isn't this weird? Isn't this crazy? But it feels like every week, that's where we're starting because this is where we live. And this is the time that we're in on the planet. Short-term crazy. Today, we're going to be looking at Psalm 100. If you want to begin to turn there, if you have a, a Bible or a device that you read the Bible on, if you want to begin to turn to Psalm 100. And we're going to look at one of my favorite Psalms, one of my favorite passages of Scripture and uh, it's an ancient song. And a psalm, just so you know, is like the Hebrew hymnal. These were the songs that the people of Israel used in their worship. And we're going to read a short one. It's only five verses, Psalm 100. So why don't you read this with me right now? It says, Let the whole earth shout triumphantly to God. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his, his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever. His faithfulness through all generations. This is the word of the Lord. Now, this psalm, this song is a call to worship, right? It's a, it's a song of thanksgiving. It's like, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. It's like, come on, y'all, let's, let, let's get hype. I mean, that's, that's the feel of the psalm, and I love it. And I want to spend some time today just kind of unpacking this phrase, in verse five, for the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever. His faithfulness 
through all generations. You see, there's this refrain, like that phrase is this repeated kind of chorus. It's kind of like the amazing grace of our time period. It's like you just hear this little phrasing everywhere throughout the scripture. And if you go back to Moses on Mount Sinai, where he asked God, like, show me your glory. And the Lord passes in front of him. And this is a paraphrase of what the Lord declares about himself as he passes in front of Moses. And then there's David when he brings the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem. And there's this massive celebration in there. Um, they're, they're together, the people say this phrase, right? For the Lord is good. His love endures forever. Fast forward, Solomon builds the temple. And again, they have this massive celebration, a consecration of the temple. The presence of God comes mightily. And the people say again, for the Lord is good. His faithful love endures forever. This is like a, a theme, a chorus. It just kind of keeps popping up throughout the Bible. And I think it holds some significance for us as we look at long-term love in short-term crazy. The first thing that I want us to see is this, that God's long-term love secures us through short-term difficulties. It secures us through short-term difficulties. That, that phrase, faithful love that endures forever, this faithful love has in it this idea of something that's firm. It's steadfast. It's it's. Steady, right? It's, it, it evokes a sense of security. Like maybe you have some people like that in your family, people that are just, they're like the rock of the family. They're, they're steadfast, they're secure, they're firm, they're steady. These are like those, those people that we count on when, when everybody else gets crazy, like we can count on that person. What he's saying is, look, this love of God is like that. It's, it's firm, it's secure, it's steady. And it evokes in us security, right? It secures us through the ups and downs and the twists and turns of the roller coaster of life. His love is that metal bar that we, that we want to pull down over ourselves in the midst of this crazy ride, right? His long-term love secures us through short-term difficulties. Now, we all face short-term difficulty. Some of you are in the thick of it right now. Maybe you've lost your job because of uh, the turn of the economy or some other reason, but yet now you can't find a new job because things are so limited. Some of you have loved ones that you're dying to see, but you haven't been able to see them because coronavirus and health concerns. Some of you are facing uh, issues in your marriage, some of you are facing issues in your health. Some of you are just, you're just stressed right now. Like you're, you're going through short-term difficulty. And I just want you to say that there's this metal bar that you can pull down over yourself that secures you in the midst of short-term difficulties. The second thing that I want us to see about this phrase in this passage is that God's long-term love is stronger than life's twists and turns. It's stronger. 
you know, life does have its twists and turns, right? Even beyond like the unusual craziness that we're walking through right now on the planet, life has always had twists and turns. Moments where we're up, moments where we're down, moments where the unexpected happens and and something totally goes upside down in your life. There are things that we cause, right? Things that we, we make decisions, we make bad decisions, we make mistakes, we sin, and there's stuff that we cause in our own life. Then there are the things that others cause, right? They make decisions or, or, they, or they sin in some way and it affects us. Or they're the things that just happen. Stuff in life that just happens. But life is full of twists and turns. And if you've ever ridden on a roller coaster where you, where you have the, the metal bar on you, it's like that bar makes all the difference, I mean, it makes all the difference because if you're like that, that first exercise that we did where you're going up this ride and you don't have the bar on, like you are terrified and you're, you're fairly certain, like I'm going to die right now. It, it, it makes all the difference because once that bar is down, it's like all of a sudden the thing that should be terrifying and deadly becomes exhilarating and joyful. It's like the bar makes all the difference. And it's that way with this long-term, steadfast, enduring love of God. When that is on our lives, it makes all the difference because it's stronger than the twists and the turns. It's like when you're on that ride and you're getting pulled to the left or to the right or when you're hanging upside down, it's like, you're strong, you're secure, you're held. It's stronger than the twists and turns. There's a beautiful Psalm, Psalm 36. You've probably read it or maybe you've heard about it or you've sung songs that were written about this Psalm. And it's this Psalm where every other line says, right, for, for his faithful love endures forever. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. And it goes through kind of this history. It goes through creation and it talks about God in creation. And it says his love endures forever. And then it talks about Israel getting swept into slavery in Egypt. His love endures forever. Then, then Moses and, and the deliverance in Pharaoh and all the plagues and his love endures forever. He splits the Red Sea. His love endures forever. He leads them into a wilderness for 40 years. His love endures forever. He brings them into the promised land and, and defeats the other kingdoms and his love endures forever. He remembers their low estate. His love endures forever. He delivers them from all their enemies. His love endures forever. I love that psalm because it's, full of twists and turns, just like our life. And it, they're able to sing over every little moment, every little chapter, his love endures forever. It's stronger. The third thing that I want you to see is that God's long-term love stretches to every generation. 
It stretches to every generation. Now, maybe somebody just needs to hear this today. And the older I get, the more I value this. Because when I was younger, I didn't really think about this. But now that I have children and my children are getting older, and I'm thinking about the world that they're going to inherit. And I'm sure every generation feels that way. They think, gosh, if it's this bad now, what's it going to be like for my kids? And we have this, this word of God that tells us that we have a love that endures to every generation. And what that means for us is that it's here right now. In fact, when you were to look at that Hebrew word for generation, it means that it's in every age, every time period, and every generation of mankind. And if it's in every age, then it's in this age. If it's in every time period, it's in this time period. And if it's in every generation, it's in this generation. God's love is here today. And when I look at my children, I know God's love will be there for them in their generation. And I think about my children's children, and I think God's love will be there for them in their generation. It stretches out. It's, it's ancient, and it's future, and it's present, all at the same time. It's, it's literally over the, the whole storyline of humanity is God's faithful love. It remains forever. It remains forever. I love this, this verse from Isaiah 54, 10. It says, though the mountains move and the hills shake, my love will not be removed from you and my covenant of peace will not be shaken, says your compassionate Lord. The context of that verse is about generations. Isaiah talking about the children of the desolate one and stretching out your tent curtains wide, make room. You're going to spread out. You're going to multiply. Your children will be taught by the Lord. He's talking about generations. And in the midst of it, we have this promise that says, my love will not be removed from you. Even if everything falls apart and, and the mountains move and the hills shake, my faithful love will not be removed from you. So this love of God, this long-term love secures us through the short-term difficulties. It's stronger than life's twists and turns, and it stretches to every generation. But some of you might be thinking, maybe, just maybe, you're thinking, does this really apply to me? Like, Chris, that's Old Testament, that's Psalms, that's, that was you know written thousands of years ago, and here I am in 2020, in America and like, does the faithful love of God really reach like to me, like to my life? Is it for just other people out there somewhere or is it for me? I, I wanna speak to that for a moment. There's this um, moment in the life of Jesus that's recorded in Matthew 27. He's, uh, he's hanging on the cross and he cries out, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Your translation might say forsaken me. Why have you abandoned me? Why have you 
forsaking me. He's actually quoting a, 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 another psalm. But he's crying out in agony because we know, as Paul explains to us in 2 Corinthians, that God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God, which means that Jesus literally in taking my sin and your sin, all of our, our, our wrong thoughts, attitudes, inclina- inclinations, our apathy, like all of our sin, like taking that whole thing upon himself, he became sin and the, the mystery of that moment is that somehow God who is dwells eternally three in one in the Trinity and, and Father, Son, Holy Spirit, like somehow the Father turned away from the Son because the Son became sin. But in that moment, God's long-term love was secured for you by Jesus' short-term abandonment. I'll say it again. God's long-term love was secured for you by Jesus' short-term abandonment. Like in that moment, the father turns away from his son, Jesus, and so that he would never have to turn away from you. Jesus endured this short-term abandonment to secure our eternal salvation in God's long-term love. The Father turned his long-term love away from Jesus in the short term to secure for his believers unending life and to demonstrate long-term, unending perpetual love. You can know. You can know that the metal bar is over you in the roller coaster of life if Jesus is the Lord and Savior of your life. Jesus has secured it for you. That's the good news. That's the gospel for you today is that he endured short-term abandonment so that you could have God's long-term love. So, what do we do with this? I have four words for you. The first one is receive. I want to encourage you today to receive this by faith. It was purchased by Jesus on that cross. It's all about the cross. It's not about you. It's not about your good works. It's not about you trying to outdo all your bad works. It literally is received by faith. The second thing is rest. Receive and then rest. That you can rest in the long-term love of God. You can know that no matter what happens, no no matter what twist or turn comes next, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay because God's long-term love is with you. It endures forever. The third word is this, remain. Remain in his love. Jesus says it this way in John 15. He says, as the Father has loved me. Now just imagine that, Jesus speaking, as the Father has loved me, Jesus, the sinless Savior, Redeemer, just just like God loves me, I have also loved you. And then he says this phrase, remain in my love. 
How? If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you these things so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. And then he tells us, right? This is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. Jesus tells us that there's a way for us to remain in this long-term love. And it's by letting this love of God get so down deep into us that it begins to pour out into all the people around us, that we are able to love one another the way that Jesus has loved us. So receive, rest, remain. Lastly, rejoice. I mean, rejoice. I mean, that's the, that's the feeling of the psalm, right? That's what he's saying, right? Let, let the whole earth shout triumphantly to God. Serve him with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever his faithfulness through all generations when we receive and rest and remain it just releases this rejoicing that this love of god this long-term love will outlast whatever we're going through it will outlast whatever we're going through it's going to be there for you on the other side of whatever you're walking through right now his love endures forever so rejoice so may you experience the strong unending enduring everlasting perpetual long-term love of god that holds you through the ups and downs and twists and turns of life May his love flow to you and may it flow through you to those around you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Renaissance Church Sermon Podcast. To contact us or find out more information, visit rin-church.org.